Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And here in Ireland, I think everything is a balance. So you can have a good job but also you can have some spare time to travel, to visit the family, to just relax, chill. Yeah. So that is something that I really, really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And also coming back to the other point that I was saying, is like I feel secure here more than in Mexico. Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. I'm your host, Mark, and with your permission, we'd love this podcast to be your digital companion for the next little bit at least. Itzy arrived in Dublin from Mexico five years ago, not really knowing what to expect from Ireland. Like so many, she hadn't really heard much about Ireland before and had actually considered Australia as a more viable option for her adventure abroad. Flash forward five years and Itzy's life has changed quite a lot. No longer working as an industrial engineer, she's created a career for herself as a digital creator, providing her community with information about Ireland and how to move here. In our discussion, we talk about how her life has developed in Dublin and how she has established herself as a full-time YouTuber. Thanks, Emil, to you for tuning in to listen. Sharing this podcast with a friend, leaving a rating or review can be so incredibly helpful to us, so we'd appreciate that support if you're willing. But now, here's my conversation with Itzy from Mexico. Um, I was talking to a group of people yesterday. Okay. Um who was well, our just a group of people specific they were mexican people <laughs> um, and all of them knew who you were really yeah oh nice <laughs> i think it was it was nice yeah because i was saying it's like oh, I'm, I'm you know interviewing because we have interviewed some um let's say mexican influencers who are doing content in ireland recently we're kind of doing a little series of of, of uh-huh. mexican people um but i think um, well, you were very well known mm-hmm. um, and they had actually watched your content before coming here. Yeah. So I was like, OK, how do you how do you actually know Itzy? And she's like, oh, well, you know, when, when you're coming to Ireland, it was really useful content because I guess we didn't have any clue about what mm-hmm. we were going to expect here. Yeah. Um, so how did you even get the idea to start doing something like that? Well, to be honest, it was like a 
total different thing in my mind. Oh. <laughs> because when we arrived to Ireland, I well, I realized I'd got like a spare time. Time, sorry. And I was like, oh, okay, I want to do something else. And I started creating content because my family, my friends were like uh, very curious about, hey, how is the light over there? How's work? How's people? How's food? Asking yeah. like many things. And we are like, uh, we were like, okay, but let's talk about that and make a kind of blog, video blog to talk about this experience. And also my experience like being in Ireland as a Mexican. And then I realized that because when I arrived to Ireland, I didn't even know that many people came come to Ireland to study and work. And many people was like, hey, Itzy, how is this? How can I do this specific process? So also I start like getting involved mm. a lot with these things. Asking, uh, like, like answering people's questions. Yeah, so exactly. Like and reading, reading, finding information for them, like looking for uh, specific things. And I was like, okay. And also I, I realized that I'm like a kind of good explaining. <laughs> Mm -hmm. like, Amazing, you know, doing like reading a long, long document and then just make it short and mm -hmm. explain the specific things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I start like helping the community and I find like my passion there because uh, I feel like I was doing something helpful for other people. So you came. Well, actually, let's go back a little bit okay. before we get into all of this. Okay. <laughs> Why the hell did you come to Ireland in the first place? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> because uh, to be honest, uh, I don't even knew where Ireland was. <laughs> and yeah, when imagine. we were in Mexico, uh, I was working in a company as a it was a partner of a big German company here in Ireland. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's a German company that has presence here in Ireland. Of course, yeah. Okay. And then, uh, sorry. And then... <laughs> the the Spanish is Don't say Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then um, we, through a project, some Irish people went to Mexico. We started like uh, going out and, you know, making some relations and all of that. And they told us about how the life in Ireland was, you know, like, uh, yeah, we have this, we do this. And also they told us that uh, it was like a huge um, job opportunities for people that was working on IT mm -hmm. uh, on big companies. So we were like, oh, OK, so we were like on that thing in yeah. Mexico and then we applied for a job. And then we got the visa and came to Ireland. It is, that is the short story, of course. And maybe it could sound like, a, oh, it was so easy. <laughs> but no. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. It took like a lot of time, of course. It was like a month in the process because also you, you apply, but you have to go to now we need this document. We need uh, another interview. We need this, 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 this. So it was like a more of eight months, something like that. Yeah nightmare process yeah <laughs> but to be honest at the very start um i didn't know it was that hard to come to ireland with a work permit you know so mm. I, I mean many people here in ireland is like no it's hard to get that visa but i didn't know in that time so i was like okay uh, let's try it just we did it and we got it so 
Yeah. So you actually came here with a work permit, like with a, a visa already set up. Okay, so that was quite a lucky situation, but not lucky you made that for yourself. <laughs> but at the same time, so many people come here. Does that mean then you didn't have to do the whole English school thing? Uh, that's a curious thing because in our college, if you want to, it's, I don't want to be pretentious, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it is one of the best public schools in Mexico, to be honest. Okay. And if you do, if you want to get like your diploma, you have to learn English. Okay. So if you finish the this, the career, mm-hmm. and you can get like, okay, you finish. But if you don't know English, like they ask you for P2 level, yeah. you can get the official document that you finish. Okay. The, the I think they have that something similar in Spain <laughs> now. Um, yeah. But like, so, you know the way, so with the type of visa that you had, um, a Mexican who comes here, a Brazilian that comes here to get it, they get a, a working holiday visa, I think, for one or two years or something. Mm-hmm. And they have to do 20 hours of, of English per week. You didn't have to do that because you were coming directly to work for a yeah. company. It's sponsored by a company. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The working holiday also just apply for uh, people from Argentina, Chile and um, from other countries that uh, I, I don't remember, but I think Australia, China, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And you have to be like a, in a specific range of age. Mm-hmm. So with the work permit, like uh, the one that the, we came, yeah. uh, you don't need like a specific age or something. It's, uh, it is called critical skills. So yeah. I also talk about that on my channel, like inviting the people to know this, because I think it's very important. Many people doesn't know. So if they know that they can come with work, also, I think they they can see the possibilities, you know? Yeah, it'll make their life a hell of a lot easier, I think. Um, what are the, can you, I mean, I'm sure there's many, but can you tell me some way with maybe the primary critical skills that Ireland is looking for? Okay, I don't remember of all of them. Uh, the document, it is, uh, you can find it online. I can uh, share the link with you, but it yeah, is mainly... You can send me the link and I'll put it in the description of this episode. Yes, of course. But mainly are like uh, engineering, uh, IT, but also there are like uh, many uh, people looking for a specific uh, uh, pro- yeah, careers, but I don't remember all of them, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, but you, your, career, your career, your degree was in IT. Actually, it was like uh, industrial engineering. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally, totally different. different. Yeah. yeah, but also with the time we got involved involved in as a consultant on IT and this kind of things. Also, I when I was on high school, I studied like um, computer science. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you learn a little bit of everything. So. As always, I said I was like a preparing preparing myself without knowing what I was going to do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, was coming here to Ireland then more of um, like a sensible career thing where you were coming for opportunities, or was it something like was it uh, you want you felt a sense of adventure? You wanted something that you know. What What was the real reason? The real reason uh, on the plans. It was like go out from Mexico okay. uh, to look for a better high quality quality life. And on my mind was first like Australia, but yeah. to be honest, not Ireland. 
until I met these guys and they were like oh yeah in Ireland you can live this this and I was like okay let's try it and we were like uh, let's do this because it's something we want to do see if we like and yeah we now five years here (laughs) so um also sitting in the room with us is the wonderful Enrique Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) and did you guys come together yeah yeah he was working directly with the company Uh and i was working with a partner of the same company it is like we met in college and indirectly we get like in the same you know way and so you guys met in college yeah then started working for more or less the same company or within the same industry yeah and then were you both you were both sponsored by the company to come here yeah exactly wow (laughs) that's amazing yeah it is yeah we we met like 10 years ago 11 something like that it is crazy did, did i hear you say that you're, you're married yeah, yeah now we are married okay. when did you get married <laughs> like in 2018 2018 yeah. <laughs> um i'm trying to think was that that's pre-pandemic yeah um all right very good I, obviously in mexico you got married in Mexico, I assume? Yeah, we were living here in Ireland already, yeah. but we uh, saved money and came back to Mexico to get married with all the family. So we made a beautiful wedding, to be honest. I really enjoyed that time really? yeah, yeah, with the family. What does a Mexican wedding look like? Oof, it is the best. But I imagine a lot of colors. Our, our wedding was wonderful. <laughs> um we get married in a place that it's called the eternal summer it is uh, in cuernavaca okay which is a very warm place all the year uh-huh. um, we got married in january which is a very nice uh, month because it's not too warm not too, not too warm i would say because it's always warm there okay and yeah it is like a very traditional that you invite all your friends all your family in mexico families are like huge (laughs) i imagine like many cousins Uh, for example my mom has like a 10 brothers and in addition to their partners their uh your cousins of them and everything like that wow okay and on my father's side is like 10 brothers as well and uh, plus his family plus our friends so it is it was like a huge wedding like for so it was like 3, a festival for itzi and enrique <laughs> <laughs> more of a festival than a wedding yeah it was how many <laughs> people were at the wedding it was more something like three almost 300 oh my mm-hmm. god yeah it, oh it was god. a huge wedding yeah. but we really really nice yeah i popular people <laughs> <laughs> and also we left like a many people on our yeah. side because sometimes like oh we're not too close so <laughs> yeah but well in a tradition like the tradition you know it's like if you invite someone eventually he or she will know that you're gonna get married and sometimes they're like oh they you didn't invite me yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, i know oh. i have them so I'm engaged with my, my fiance. We're thinking about all of these things now. Um, and it's funny, just like, yeah, thinking about like who's coming and the food and all of this exactly. stuff. Uh, yeah. Something that I learned, I don't know, maybe you can tell me, but um, here in Ireland, people pay for, uh, pay for their own food, right? For their own venue. 
Um, Is it? So what, what do you mean by that? I mean, uh, for example, in Mexico, the tradition is like, if you are going to do the, the party, the wedding, for example, you have to pay the, the food for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the alcohol, it's like free alcohol for mm -hmm. everybody. And I think some weddings here, you have to, uh, like, the guest has to pay something to get, to get his own well, food. Um, mm, yes and no. Okay. In the sense that, well, ours will actually be quite a, my, my fiance is Spanish, so it'll be. Uh, okay. But I'll give you what happens in Ireland. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Traditionally here. Um, so, yeah, you you get invited to a wedding. And the people who uh, are hosting the wedding will pay for the venue and mm -hmm. the food. Um, sometimes, I was at a wedding last week, there will be free alcohol. Let's just say the majority of the time um, it isn't. I don't know if you've noticed how much Irish people drink, but to <laughs> yeah. provide uh, and actually how expensive alcohol is mm -hmm. here. So imagine how much that would be to pay for a free bar for a night. Uh, thankfully, the people did it last week. But yeah, um, yeah I, whether that's a good idea or not or not, I don't know. But what would happen is you as a guest would normally give, you know, a certain quantity of money in a card. Okay. Um, and that's kind of, I guess, technically, it's it's a gift. Mm -hmm. um, it's weird because in the past, uh, my uh, siblings are a bit older than I am. Uh, when they got married, it was the tradition was to give a list of things mm -hmm. that like you wanted. Like, I don't know, a food processor or cutlery kind of things that would help you to start your life. Mm -hmm. And what you did is you would choose something from the list, buy it and then give it as a donation to mm -hmm. to the couple. Um, but that is n doesn't seem to happen at all anymore. Okay. Basically, you get an IBAM number or you give cash in a card, um, mm. and that kind of covers the cost technically of of the meal. Mm -hmm. So, are you paying for the meal? Technically, no, but technically, yes. Okay. That doesn't make oh, any no. sense, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mexico, it's something like you said. Like uh, we have this. A list and people can give you something from there mm -hmm. normally for the uh, house like uh, corollary like you said things yeah. that you're gonna need or people just can bring his present but in our wedding was something specific because we were like living here in Ireland already so they gave us uh, the present on on cash <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, um, and then it's helped you I imagine with kind of living your life here and setting it up you're here five years and mm -hmm. um, you I mean I imagine you're going to go back to Mexico at some point um, but why have you stayed here for five years um, maybe two years would have been enough of an experience I don't know yeah five years is quite a long time and Enrique over <laughs> here is basically a Dublin accent now so yeah <laughs> Uh, we we fell in love of Ireland. To be honest, it was much better of what I imagined. So also, I feel secure here in Ireland. To be honest, the quality of life that you can get it's nice as well, because in Mexico, you know, we say you have to work for living, no, no living for work. Yeah, you know, no vice versa mm -hmm. and yeah it, it is like a kind of hard like even if you are a professional it is hard to find like a good quality high not high but a good quality of life right. you know and here in Ireland I think 
everything it's a balance so you can have a good job but also you can have some spare time to travel to visit the family to just relax chill yeah. so that is something that i really really appreciate mm -hmm. and also coming back to the other point that i was saying is like i feel secure here more than in mexico mm -hmm. now that it's getting hard over there okay mm -hmm. um i guess that's nice to hear that you're having uh, a nice time here and, and enjoying it and it obviously has given you as you said a nice standard of of, of life mm -hmm. um I'm sorry, I, I must say people also in Ireland, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, well, most, <laughs> that it's something that I really, really like. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad to hear you say that. I mean, obviously, it's not all like I, you have a wonderful experience and you guys. And that's really nice to hear. Um, mm -hmm. really is uh, for anybody who's listening, though. I do think it is. It, I also feel it's important to say and I might try and speak to people more about these types of things but there are people who have very negative experiences here yeah no. um and people might be listening why the hell are you saying that i was just because it's not like a utopia um I obviously know. there are a lot of problems with this country as well mm -hmm. which you guys are well aware of um, mm -hmm. but yeah if you can find your life here it is it is a nice and, and it most is. of the time it can yeah. be a comfortable life. yeah also like you said and always i say there is no like a completely perfect place in the world. Yes. It is like it. Every country has their own problems. Yeah. You know? uh, here in Ireland also, there are like 100%. a danger, dangerous uh, communities or yeah. happen things also. Yeah. But it is different, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you find your way. Yeah, but that's a very mature attitude to have. Mm. Um, you came as an industrial engineer uh, and now you're essentially a uh, maybe the first real YouTuber I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're very nice. How, how did you how did that happen? How that? Uh, well, I was doing like the, the channel uh, as a hobby, to be honest. It started in 20, uh, 2018. And then uh, when I felt that it was some useful information to give to the people and mm -hmm. um, I can help in a way I always say if I can help just one person to me it's like uh, already paid you know because yeah. I'm doing something to contribute to this community so uh, it start growing and then uh, I really like I um, start with a um, course and SEO so uh, I learned a lot. So it's about search engine optimization, about yeah. YouTube, all of that. How, but I get like a very, very interested on analytics. It, it was like all behind just doing videos or giving some useful. It was more like uh, also uh, the statistics, the, the copywriting, the psychology behind of each video, how you can manage uh, the information and, you know, the numbers and all of that. And well, my industrial engineer personality just came out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it is more, even more interesting than I thought. And I when I finished this course, I was like, a, I think this is what I want to do now. Mm. And 
I got really excited. At some point, I, I was like, a, maybe I need someone to be on the camera and I can be like the director and say what to do. And mm. <laughs> but also, I realized I enjoy everything, you know, like recording, preparing the information, uh, reading the statistics and all of that. So now... How long did it take you from... You started in 2018. Mm -hmm. How long before you realized... You said you did an, a course, then an SEO as well. Mm -hmm. How long before you realize actually it's not just um, the channel, let's say, that I like, or mm -hmm. if you started as a hobby, but it's also the analytics, all of that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I imagine that didn't happen in, in the third week of doing it. No, no, no. It was like two years ago, I would say that I realized of this and I start like, okay, I want to do this. I'm going to do it well. I'm going to set a company. I'm going to like, like we always say, if, if you want to do something, do it well. So we uh, start like now we want to focus on the channel, also uh, helping other companies because that all is uh, something that I also do, like give advice to other companies if they want to grow their numbers. And now I'm like in this digital marketing business and all of this. So I really, really enjoy this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I like that. Uh, when you say, if you really want to do something, do it well. Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to take some of that advice on board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, have you ever heard of the concept of Ikigai? Uh, no. Um, I could be pronouncing that to totally wrong. Uh, no. Ikigai is like a... A Japanese word or mm -hmm. concept um, and it is it's got to do with finding your path in, in life mm -hmm. um, I, as far as I can remember apologize to anybody who's listening to this because I'm not going to get it right but you can look it up there's like a thousand million videos on YouTube about it uh, I think there's four different let's say categories of ikigai um, but I can only remember three off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but it's basically, you need to find something that you enjoy doing in life, right? That you're good at doing in life, that there is a need for in the world, or said so that the world needs it. I actually, I actually can remember the four categories, and that um, you can get paid for. So it's those four categories. Hmm. So you might say, okay, what do I love doing? Where you write down, you know, drinking beer, watching football, etc. Mm -hmm. um, then in the second category, what am I good at? And that might be obviously totally different. Um, what does the world need? And what can I get paid for? And the idea is that if you find something that can be in each of those categories, mm -hmm. then that's a very powerful path for you to be on. And when you're describing your what you're doing there, which is like um, you said at the beginning, if I can give some information that is useful for one person, and then you said the community started to grow. So there obviously was a, a need for it in the world. Then uh, you enjoyed it by the sound of it. You literally said, I enjoyed it. Um, you're good at it because, I mean, watch your videos, anybody can see that you're good at it. Um, and then now you've started to live from it. So you are like the perfect uh, representation of this concept, Dickie Guy. Um, but that all sounds kind of very easy. When, but I think whenever you're talking to someone who has the answer, it sounds easy. But what was the reality of it? Was it, I mean, how many times did you doubt 
that this was your path? Um, a lot, a lot. <laughs> because to be honest, when you when I was starting, it is like uh, it is hard to find what you really like. And when people ask you, it's like a, I don't know. It's like, I, for example, when I was uh, studying uh, science uh, computing, and then I was like, a, I don't like to be programming. I do like more like you know design and editing and all of that. But it was like a, I can't imagine myself all the time sitting in a computer and a computer. Um, programming mm -hmm. and then it was like a okay now i'm gonna try with industrial engineering mm -hmm. and then i realized it was like a huge uh, options as well uh, and you know just start like this is the way no it's not maybe this industrial engineering is the way and then it, it is like okay i have a job on it which is like something like maybe i do like um science computer uh, computer science. science or you know you start like going and back going and back mm -hmm. uh, because you are not sure about what you really want and when I was starting with this it was also the same it, it, it was the same because you don't you are not getting paid honestly yeah. so at times you feel like frustrated because it's like uh, maybe I'm just wasting my time i don't know maybe yeah. maybe i need to do something else and then look, when you feel like these comments of people or now people that find me on the streets sometimes it's like a, hey itzy thank you very much i i watch your your channel and it was very helpful and and it's like a, okay okay i it, i'm doing something yeah. that it's helping others so i feel like this is the way they are paying me not like on uh, you know, like yeah. with money at the very start. So at the very start is the most hard part because you, you don't see like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the payment immediately, like this retribution. Yeah. And it's very easy to feel like you're you're being foolish with your time. Exactly. Uh, because I, I have that with with even with this podcast, you know, I spend um, a lot of time organizing it and doing it and stuff like that. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I maybe should be, you know, I've got a wedding to save for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they're not cheap. I don't know if I'm sure you guys know. Um, so, yeah, you feel like you're kind of wasting your time sometimes. Exactly. But then at the same time, it's something that you love doing. And like for me, it's I, I can't I can't break this relationship with this podcast now, even if everybody stops listening. I think just having the conversations and I, there was a con I, I came in here a couple of weeks ago absolutely exhausted right mm -hmm. I had been like a really long day in work and I was like I was so close to cancelling it the doing the podcast I was like you know in my head over and over again just like oh I'm just going to text this guy now and just say I can't do it I'm really sorry and I was like okay just go I got home at like 11 o'clock at night or taking the train back from here. I was leaving this studio at 11 o'clock, having had been in work at like eight o'clock in the morning and to be in work again at eight o'clock in the morning the next day. Mm. But I bounced home. I was full of energy. Just the conversation that we had, I just loved it. And it's weird. I was obviously exhausted. But because, I don't know, I just enjoyed the conversation so much. I had like written down things that I was going to do that this guy had advised me. I was like, yeah, you know, that was, I just loved it. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I not do that? Yeah, um, yeah. 
And I, I think that's that's like a cool thing about it. Mm-hmm. And there are people listening who maybe have other passions that whatever it might be. And I think you have to just go for it. Exactly. Yeah, if you want to do what you want in your life, stop doing what you don't like. It is like that easy. Yeah. And it is hard because also I was working while I ha- was having the, the channel and it was like, a, oh, my God, but I don't want to, you know, like just leave this and this stability uh, to start this from zero. So I was like a very, very afraid. And at the end was it was really hard, but I was like, OK, I'm just going to focus and put all my effort to to now start uh, getting something, a, a retribution to, to about this. Yeah. This and can I ask, um, when you left your, your job, mm-hmm. uh, was the channel at that point making any kind of income? Yeah, okay. uh, a, a little bit because, oh, well, I'm now monetizing on, on YouTube, but also I was like a having a, um, offers like uh, from brands. So they mm-hmm. were like, uh, can you just help us with this mention? And we're going to pay you this. You, you have to learn a lot of things like mm, and it's hard because you have to do the business. You have to, to do your financial uh, things and everything you you start like doing everything mm. so and i didn't know exactly how i, I was like uh, how much do i have to 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 charge this company for, yeah. for this and it's like doing investigations and research and i was like okay and i start doing this but the the, the companies start like arriving to me and that was uh, when i realized like okay i having like a, a lot on my plate so i need to just leave my work or decide, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at that point it was not a lot, a lot to get a stable life, mm-hmm. but it was like I was receiving now something. So I was like, okay, maybe if I focus oh, 100% of this, I can now start like doing uh, much more, you know, to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's kind of an amazing story. <laughs> and, and this content has 100%, maybe you'll correct me, has it all been about Ireland and Dublin? Yeah, yeah, basically. But there are like a thousand of topics, uh, like uh, not just people for they, they that they want to come to study. It's for people that they want to uh, come with a job opportunity if they want to come just for holidays. But uh, in every process, like we have, we struggle because we are not original from here. So the things are totally different from how it's in our country. So even if you are just going to open a bank account, uh, it is like these little details that maybe when you are going to do it, it's like I'm so afraid because I don't know if it's the correct way that I'm. it has to be, how the bank banks here in Ireland work many many questions so i start like you know if you want to open this if you uh, you have to do this 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 if you want to um any process like um buy an english course how you can know it is a reliable agency a reliable school how you can choose a good school Uh, if you want to get your resident permit how you can do this how you can Things that maybe when I was doing, it would be nice to, to watch or to hear somebody tell yeah. me, don't do this, you know, yeah. because sometimes when we are new, 
you make a lot of mistakes and yeah. that's something also i'm taking my experience to share and if you can do it in a better way go for it you know yeah, yeah. what do you think is the biggest cultural difference between ireland and mexico the biggest <laughs> mm, i don't know if because i'm here for uh, now five years i feel like more at home yeah i don't feel that but when i arrived to ireland maybe the alcohol was like very impressive to me <laughs> like i don't you say very impressive um, i don't think you mean say impressive i think you mean a bit shocking almost. yes shocking yeah and also the first time that i went into a bar it was like a, a if you are in a in a daytime yeah sometimes you can see kids in the mm. bars yeah, yeah, yeah there are like a family bar something like that you uh -huh. know? and that was like a shocking to me because i was like how how is a kid here with the bartender you know it, yeah. it was like a, something that in my mind was just shocking but now now it's like a, oh, okay it, it's it's fine <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's probably <laughs> gone from things something like uh it's those places were public houses you know there's no plazas or squares that people could hang out in outside that was the public place was was the pub and yeah mm -hmm. it's also connected to alcohol i guess mm. um maybe do you guys drink alcohol yeah well i do yeah, yeah. not so <laughs> much um good for you <laughs> so yeah i can imagine it like obviously in mexico i think you have a, a bit of a drinking culture as well with or at least you have some famous alcohol, whether it's yeah. tequila or mezcal or all of these, mm -hmm. all of these different things. But um, there is a big drinking culture here, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that um, it's incredible. But also, I I'm impressed because, for example, I've been drinking with some friends, and I remember this party with this guy that he was like uh, drinking and drinking and drinking, and I was always uh, already so tired. And I just drink like two beers, something like that. And I was like, oh, no, I need to have some rest because it is quite late. It was like 2 a.m. in the morning. And he was like, I'm going to prepare a breakfast tomorrow. And I was like, um, OK, if you say so, because you are like drinking a lot and I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> and the next day he was awake at 7 a.m., like preparing the breakfast, Irish breakfast. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. But he was like. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Like nothing happened. Yeah, that wouldn't be me. Uh, <laughs> but there is, I know, plenty of people where it just doesn't seem. I mean, they obviously are a little bit tired or something, but they can be yeah. happy and joking the next day. Yeah. Uh, I think they have different genetics. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I know a good few people that way. I'm the worst. Am I anybody who knows me <laughs> listening? Like I can't handle a hangover. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, uh, ironically, the best thing to do for hangover is, number one, to get out of bed, mm -hmm. and do something. Oh, yeah. Whether it's like, get outside, go for a walk, go for a swim if you can, that's the best thing. Eat something. But when you are hungover and maybe there's nobody there to push you, I would stay in bed the whole Holy, day. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't suit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me also. I just drink like in a special occasions, and also when I get, I want to get relaxed. It depends on the mood, you know. It is maybe if you are having a dinner with a pasta at night, maybe with a 
glass of wine and if it's friday uh, i could like maybe and you want to dance or something with your friends maybe a glass of prosecco or you know at a, yeah. uh, but just one two glasses i now i don't no i they could say never drink um, like a lot like just to get knock what would you say to someone then who who says oh there's nothing else to do in dublin except for drinking you know it's just pubs and but what would you recommend <laughs> oh doing my god <laughs> there are many things that you can do like you can go for a walk there are like a beautiful places in ireland to visit to have a nice uh, conversation or a nice view you know uh, if you want to ride a bicycle, if you want to go for a... Um, I think there are many things that you can do in mm -hmm. Ireland, not just drinking. There are museums as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there are like, um, let me think, maybe people think that because of the weather. So they yeah. feel like, uh, no, it's raining. That, that is something that happens to me. What happened to me because uh, I remember if it, if it was raining, I was like, no, it's raining. I cannot do anything. Yeah. But then I, my friends were like, we are going for a walk. We're going to this place. And I was like, but it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they were like, yeah, but if you, when I went for the first time for a walk with them, I just put like a jacket, rain jacket, and I was having a walk while it was raining and also enjoy that so yeah. it was like okay now i'm just uh, destroying this barrier mental barrier you know yeah. because i was thinking that if it's raining i cannot do anything but now i think i adapt my life mm. to the lifestyle to the weather in ireland so i enjoyed a lot the this part yeah mm -hmm. it does take a little bit of adaptation imagine, <laughs> from where you come from and what was the name of the yeah. place that you got married in? Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> Coming from Eternal summer. Sunshine to like, <laughs> bloody raining every two days. Uh, what a big change. Yeah. Um, I also find it funny as well because you see people who are not used to the weather here, mm -hmm. who are, um, especially this time of year actually, who I can see them in the streets. You know, they're running uh, into shops to get umbrellas because they wake up in the morning and they see the sun shining and they're like, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. They leave the house, <laughs> get the train or the bus and then 10 minutes later it's raining okay. and they don't know what to do. And then 15 minutes later it's freezing cold um, and then it starts, so the sun is shining again and you can see people are going, like, what the hell is going on with this <laughs> weather? Yeah, it gets yeah, people yeah. down, really does. Um, yeah, some many people, people suffer from the wet, which is you know, happens. I think Irish people do as well. Mm. Um, maybe we're just less aware of the suffering that we have. But I think during winter time, that's why you see a lot of um, my next door neighbor, for example, where I live now, mm -hmm. like he's always complaining about the weather. And he's like, I just want to go to Spain. I just want to go to Spain. My wife doesn't want to go. Um, I want to just six weeks. I need six weeks in Spain to feel better because he's an older man. Mm -hmm. He was talking about one of his friends who went to the Canary Islands recently for like a couple of months and she has bad arthritis. Mm -hmm. And here in Ireland, her, she has quite a lot of pain yeah, you know, in her, in her body. The but she said, and she needs actually a walking stick to mm -hmm. walk. But over in the Canaries, her her body just felt so much better. She didn't need the stick. It's amazing the, the difference it can make. Mm -hmm. um, so there is, like the weather is, not great 
<laughs> it is not great, but you get used to. It's like when people says, oh, the weather in Mexico, it's beautiful. It, well, maybe it's beautiful if you for holidays and you are next to the beach with a margarita in your hand yeah. or something like that. But imagine like this warm, like doing your everyday activities, like working, uh, being in the middle of the traffic. It, it is also, it has their pros and cons. Yeah, 100%. Um, do you guys see yourselves here for, for much longer? Or, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in life, but what are you what are you planning on doing? Um, well, to be honest, I do like so far Ireland. So, yeah, uh, I never, I, I don't know how to say this in English because in Spanish we say, Never say never. Never say uh, never, yeah. It is the same. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, maybe I can say, yeah, I want to stay here forever. But if tomorrow a job opportunity comes to go to Germany, I'm going to try. Yeah. If there is something, uh, opportunity to come back home or maybe something happened in Mexico and I have to come back, I, I don't know how, what it's going to happen in my life. But so far, I'm very, very happy here. I would like to be, stay here, but I don't know where, what I'm going to do in the future. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's a sensible plan. Do you think, or or maybe, you know, with the the content that you're you're making for your channel, obviously being related to Ireland, do you ever foresee yourself making a different type of content, whether it be, I don't know, about your favorite type of popcorn or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, uh, soon we are having a surprise oh. for the community. But yeah, yeah, we, we have plans for that. And Can you tell us what the surprise is? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> can we? <laughs> Maybe out. Yeah, okay, no worries. Yeah, 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 I'm but excited. yeah, we are planning and we are excited about it because, uh, yeah, we like other things, like you said, not yeah, just... exactly. Uh, talking about Ireland and how the community is growing and I'm interested in also interesting sorry uh, and also talk about other topics mm -hmm. how do you interact with the community other than as you said some people on the street who say oh thank you so much for the for the content how do you um because it's a digital thing mm -hmm. yeah do you like I don't know how do I get Twitter close to them like that? yeah yeah <laughs> uh, well uh, I'm all try to answer all the comments uh, in different platforms uh, to to help them but sometimes it's not possible because there are like a lot of comments but also i have like the memberships on the channel so mm -hmm. uh, if you want to have like a, a specific things to talk with me like well a specific um you know, questions about yeah. to immigrate, you can uh, pay for a membership. We have like the uh, yeah, silver, uh, no, bronze, silver and gold. Mm -hmm. So in the silver one, you, you support me. In the bron uh, bronze, you can be on the on my video, like your name uh, in my video. Cool. And also we can have like a group of, uh, meeting. Mm. If you get the gold one, you can get like a, a personal call. Also, can be in the group meeting, and I try to to also. It's not like my own benefit. It's also like you knowing other 
people, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, two weeks ago, I made a meet and greet. So uh, I was with, I, I just post on Instagram, guys, if you want to meet, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna do it this Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, are we excited? Like, yeah, yeah, we, we want to meet you. And it was much better than I thought, to be honest, because I was oh. like, oh, maybe three people or something, three persons. <laughs> And it was like a, a huge community. Where did you go? And uh, to the park because oh. uh, Phoenix Park. It was nice. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also I was like, uh, maybe if it's like just few people, we can meet in a coffee or something like that. Yeah. But it was ended up like a bigger community, and some of them were, were like, oh, my friends also they want to come, and I was like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, bring everyone that you want Amazing. And at the end they were like so happy and that made me so happy as well because they were interacting and saying the, their own experiences one girl was like oh this happened to me and I lose my phone my, my phone got uh, robbed and then at the end it was like uh, the guard that helped me and all of this and you know like uh, at the end of the meet and greet they were like sharing their contacts and I do this if you need this or and yeah, I was so, so happy. So that, that is another way to interact with them. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. It <laughs> must have been a really nice feeling. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Did you have nice weather? I hope you did. That's yeah, it was, no, it was like uh, two, two, two or one, two, two weeks ago. Okay. But it was like a lovely weather that, that day. I was also afraid of that. I was like, oh, maybe it's gonna rain. And let's see, I check uh, and I just set the hour according to the chance of rain, you yeah. know, and I was like, a, this hour is like mm, the best, I think. Mm. And yeah, they were like, we were there like two or almost three hours just yeah. talking Amazing. with the guys. And um, what advice would you give to anyone who wanted to be a digital creator? So not necessarily even a YouTuber, but like somebody who makes a living from um, what, whatever it might be, writing a blog or doing vlogs like you do or whatever. What advice would you would you give to someone? Right. Well, I'm always impressed to do something that made you feel happy. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, when I started the channel, some people were like, uh, you should do this, this, you should dance. And the, the, mm -hmm. like, the trend is TikTok to do this, dancing. yeah. yeah. It was like, a, I don't like dance, like yeah. on TikTok, you know, yeah. it's like, no, I don't feel like uh, it's me. Mm -hmm. So the, the main thing is like being you, being you, because if you create like a, another character at the at some point, uh, you're going to get frustrated or you're going to be tired to, to be in this character. Mm -hmm. So if you are like just the way that you are like a very transparent with the people also they can feel it and also that it's gonna help you to to be authentic and do the things that you really really like yeah and other thing to like be constant because mm -hmm. always uh, some people think it's about numbers or so this person it's better because they have more numbers but it's not either that it's like uh, for example to me it's like uh, i'm happy if i if i don't have a huge community in comparison with big youtubers maybe with millions 
to me, it is enough because I know that I'm really giving a good quality to this small community. Yeah. No? And um, uh, also, it's not about the numbers or who is the best because I, I wouldn't say the numbers really represent you. Um, I would say it's more like the impact that you can have mm -hmm. in every person. Mm -hmm. To me, for example. <laughs> And so, uh, because also many people buy uh, subscribers or do this, do this, but really? uh, yeah, but at the end, it's like a you're just like faking all, yeah. all of that is fake because you are not helping anybody because you are like also with the brands it's like if you if a brand come with you and says eh, give this to your community they can eh, measure the impact they can measure on sales what is like where have you really this is real people mm. so that can play you against you know mm. Um, yeah, big time. So it's not that, it's not the numbers, it's what you might make you happy, no? It, it sounds like a kind of... <laughs> like no, a very... I, I think actually the main points there that I'd like to, that I take from what you're saying is um, if you want to do something like that, it, okay, obviously you have to try and, as you said, number one, be yourself and be authentic, but then very much have the intention of like, who are you helping here? Like, yeah, is, okay, it makes you happy, you're being authentic, but like, what's the purpose for what are you actually doing that is helpful or valuable in some way to yeah. other people? Like, mm -hmm. are you talking about coffee every single day? You know, is that of value to anybody? Like, why would yes, I'm just thinking of things, you know, yeah, yeah, is there not other thousands of other people <laughs> who are talking about coffee who know way more about coffee than, than you do, you know, that. I think you have to consider those things before exactly before you start and don't compare yourself also i would say it's the in the same point because sometimes you can feel like the pressure and okay this person it's like doing this or this it's like a, no just go with the things that you feel it's okay at the rhythm you you need because um yeah it can be uh, sometimes frustrated when you nowadays like the technology is so fast so for example to me uh, i'm happy with youtube and uh, many people was like you should uh, open tiktok you should open TikTok, and they were like so so all the time and uh, and i was like no because i don't like dance for example but then i i find like a way okay i'm gonna do the same give the same tips but in a shorter way mm -hmm. for people that want something quick Yeah. If you want to watch the more detailed uh, explanation, you can go to YouTube. So now, like two months ago, I just opened TikTok and now it's almost 1,000. So it, it has been like a very quick growth. Yeah. But I was like, okay, now I feel like I'm doing something that I really want, yeah. you know, and I'm... I'm going with my rhythm, no, with the when everybody was saying like you should open this, 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 this because you can feel the pressure and you're like, oh my god, it's like this, this, this. I have to check everything. Yeah, that, that's good advice. Basically, you did your research and, and figured out something that was going to be mm -hmm. enjoyable for you, and that's yeah, the most important thing, I guess. Yeah. I want you to imagine that I'm going to give you. Let's say I'm going to give I'm going to give you and Enrique 300 euros. Okay. Okay, and. I 
I don't know if that's enough money. Anyway, <laughs> I want you to spend the day in Dublin how you want. Okay, whether that's going to specific um, cafes or shops or um, a dinner or whatever it might be. <laughs> Where are you going to go and what are you going to do? Well, right now, maybe uh, I can imagine like a nice uh, trip to a castle, mm -hmm. like have some nice dinner, some activities like, uh, I don't know how is that called in English, but the one that you can they have the the an eagle here and they fly oh flying eagles yeah I, I am yeah i don't know really what that's called either what's good it's called well there's falconry with, with falcons right? yeah something like that but learn something oh i also enjoy like doing different things that i never done just mm. to to know what what it feels yeah. <laughs> so i maybe could like to do something like that all mm -hmm. right something different amazing and do you have any particular favorite places to eat in Dublin? In Dublin, um, I do have, I do love, uh, but I think it's like too basic maybe, uh, because I love chicken wings, for okay. example. Amazing. And also I like this place, uh, this place that is called uh, the Maple Tree. Well, it's not in the city center, but they have like um, many options as well, delicious options like chicken wings and pork ribs and mm. oh my god, I, you know, <laughs> I can appreciate the the place more because of the taste of the food. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's an expensive one, a bigger one, a small one. It is like it has to be delicious. Yeah, just that to me. Uh, do you not miss Mexican food? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do miss uh, specific things because I um, I eat Mexican food every day. I cook myself, oh my so I have to learn. Yeah. <laughs> because when I was in Mexico, to be honest, I was like a disaster. And my mom was all the time, no, but these things are done like this and this and this. And I was like, oh. and then when I came to Ireland, I was like, oh my God, I miss so much my mom's food. <laughs> And I was like, hey, mom, can you tell me how can I do this and this? And I started preparing the things for myself and for Kiki, of course. And now I would say I'm a very good cook Whoa, okay. cooking. <laughs> can't say that sort of thing and not kind of bring proof or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Can you make mole? Yes. Oh, mole. Wow. Okay. Uh, if you can make mole, then you're a serious, you're a serious player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A ridiculous amount of ingredients in mole. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I can do mole, pozole. I do like pozole. I don't know what eh. that is. Oh, it is really nice. You should try it. Pozole. <laughs> pozole. Uh -huh. So, yeah, now I'm when I'm doing like Mexican, it is the Mexican independence here in Ireland. I invite uh, 5th of May, no? Uh, no. Sorry, it is, mile. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is uh, 15, September 15th. September 15th. Okay. Um, well, it is that night, but actually it is 16, you know, but we celebrate the, the okay, the official day is September 16. Okay. But in Mexico, we usually have uh, like this big dinner and you just spend like the whole night until the next day with your friends and, you know, like uh, this party. But uh, the thing is like the I, I always, the first time I was in Ireland, I invite all my friends to come over 
and they were like from England, Ireland, Indian, and they tried the food and they were like oh, so amazing. And they were like, oh my God, this is nice. It is really, really good. And I was like, oh, maybe they are just kind because, you know, it's your house and they are just being nice with me. But no, the, the next day were like, hey, the next, what, what are you doing this, this, this year? Or they're always like, hey, um, where, when are you doing this specific? Because now they ask me for specific things like, oh, wow. when are you doing pambazos? Or when are you doing this? And they love it. <laughs> Any thoughts of opening up a Mexican restaurant in Dublin? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, we we have thought about it, but I think uh, to get into that business is also like a lot of time. And so, yeah. but there are uh, a small, well, not a small, few places in Mexican restaurants here in Ireland that are, I could say, good enough. Mm. Uh, for example, salsa. Mm. Sorry, it is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Most Mexicans recommend salsa first. Yeah. I would have thought people would have recommended El Grito first, but it seems like salsa with Mexican people is the, the go-to place. It was fine. I don't know if they're going to say this. Probably not. <laughs> or, or listen, yeah. But uh, at the very start, it was a really nice food. It was a small place in the Temple Bar. Yeah. But now that they got bigger, I would say uh, they changed something. I don't know if if it was the chef, if if it's the place, but the the food it feels different. Mm -hmm. There are specific things that I also I like uh, in that restaurant, but I could say if you are like uh, having um, you know this this feeling that I want tacos, I would say salsa. It is one of the places that I do like. Boom. Okay, good to know. Mm -hmm. Very good to know. Thank you so much for, for joining us mm. um, and thank you for speaking to me in English for an hour. I know that's not an easy thing. I know you're not used to it. Normally you're on camera, you're speaking in Spanish. So yeah. I know it was a weird feeling for you, but you did it perfectly. And oh, you're very nice. Very, very good. So thank you so much for that, Enrique, also. For being here. Uh, <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. Um, and for anybody who's listening, um, yeah, I guess... What, what should I say, like give a click on a review or follow us or <laughs> do something that is in some way helpful to the cause. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, most of all, just thanks for listening. And yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Mark. And also, uh, well, thank you for, for your time. And to your community, please support Mark, please. He's <laughs> yeah. doing like a great job here, yeah. working a lot. Well, yeah. And <laughs> um, also, I'm going to put, so we can follow you on, if we want, on Instagram, or I'll obviously I'll include links to your Instagram and to your um, YouTube in the description of this episode. Yeah. Is there anything you. else that you'd like us to include? Uh, yeah, with that one, it's enough. I have also a TikTok now that I was saying, but to be honest, uh, I would say YouTube, it's like the best quality that you can find. Yeah, TikTok will be banned in a few years anyway. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably exactly. not. Exactly. Um, thank you. No, thank you very much. Boom. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.